0: That's just a fantastic record. One more example of Patrick Adams' magic there from 1976, 4 Below Zero, and My Baby's Got ASP, right here on the 70s Soul Funk and Disco Show. So, how are you doing? I'm AD Crampton here with the very best in 70s Soul Funk and Disco. Tonight's featured artist, Celebrity Chat No Less, is going to be with Miss Jean Kahn. She's going to be coming along and... um, well tell us a little bit about her career and also what she's getting up to now and the fact that she's coming to the uk <laughs> in uh, in september i wasn't aware but i certainly am now and you will be shortly if you weren't already uh, also we've got um well, a very obscure song from the Black Smoke Band. It's a bit of a, a soul holy grail, hen's teeth sort of a thing. Uh, that's I'll keep searching. That's coming out fully licensed, oh, I think this week, on Epsilon Records. Right now, we've got Candy Staten in just a moment, Bobby Reed as well, but first staying with Patrick Adams. This is a song produced by him on pmp Records. It's Florence Miller.
3: such a groovy proofing...
0: From Washington, D.C., there's Bobby Reed with his 3rd uh, 45, this one on Bell Records, and certainly the one that we're remembering for. And what a record as well. Great double-sider. That was actually a B-side, you know. But uh, whatever. It's certainly a DJ's get-out-of-jail-free card, isn't it? Wonderful. Now then, talking of wonderful music, we've got uh, the lovely Candy Staten. As she tells me, I was brought up thinking it's Candy Staten when I interviewed her. she put me right. <laughs> I still think she's wrong, though. This is a beautiful song to her to cry.
4: Our pet baby, and she's waiting for you on the outside. For as long as we've been together, baby, how can you tell me this is goodbye?
0: George Soul with a great interpretation of an already fabulous song of course Midnight Affair originally by uh, Sandra Wright and there's George Soul's version which went unreleased until 2011 but uh, wow that's nice isn't it talking of nice do you remember that Carol King song that was immortalized by Aretha Franklin Natural Woman what a great record have you ever heard it by the Brockingtons no hang on to your hat often play that out in me Sunday afternoon sets what a great record, it's always very well received as well, there's the Brockingtons uh, it's an album only track from their uh, eponymous LP, 1972 and Natural Woman right, next up, I've got the lovely Miss Jean Kahn on the telephone but not before we've heard one of her biggest songs this is Don't Let It Go To Your Head <laughs> the new And there we go from the lovely Gene Kahn, great, great record. And live from uh, Atlanta, Georgia, I've got Gene Kahn on the phone. Gene, welcome to England. Why,
2: thank you. Thank you. You know, it's always a pleasure to communicate with England via any level, (laughs) any way to talk with you guys because you're my faves.
0: Fantastic. Thank you. It was absolute pleasure to meet you in the flesh at Blackpool International Soul Festival. Did you have a good time?
2: Oh, was that fun or
0: what? Lots and lots of fun. There was a whole lot of love in the room, wasn't there? I think you enjoyed it as much as the fans uh, enjoyed seeing you perform.
2: Could you tell? I certainly did. You read me correctly. Yes,
0: <laughs> enjoyed it. Lovely. Well, it was. I mean, it was a great event, and your performance was uh, was very well received. But you've been singing publicly from a very early age, haven't you? Weren't you just four years old?
2: Yes, actually, I guess you can call church publicly mm-hmm. absolutely that's when i started singing church at four wow and then i played piano and organ and conducted church choirs starting at 12 and then i was a music major in college mm-hmm. at morris brown college in atlanta and i guess the rest as they say it's his
0: yeah um it was uh while you were attending Mar- morris brown college you were planning on going to Juilliard school of music when you met and married your husband didn't you Doug Kahn. And you That's re- true. And then your recording career began, didn't it? He had you as a vocalist on his uh, Jazz Fusion projects.
2: Yeah, well, actually, the, the recording side of my career began when Doug and I left school, both of us, no degrees in hand, right. and we eloped to <laughs> Los Angeles. Lovely. We lived in a building uh, in a complex where Earth, Wind & Fire had just come to to live. They had just sojourned from Chicago Mm -hmm. because before they left Chicago, Maurice White was the drummer for Ramsey Lewis's Young Hope Trio. Right, I see. So we all became friends, and Maurice invited me to record on their first two albums. Mm. They were on Warner Brothers. The albums were The Need of Love, and Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. And it was during that period that Doug and I were composing, putting lyrics to the songs that appeared on our first album, which was Infinized. Yeah, We put lyrics to Wayne Shorter's Infantized and John Coltrane's Acknowledgement of Love Supreme, Horace Silver's Peace, McCoy Tyner's Contemplation, and we were preparing for that album while we were recording with Maurice and Earth, Wind & Fire. So it started, actually, at that time, my recording career.
0: Lovely. I mean, you were a busy lady, weren't you? Because as well as the, uh, the projects with your husband, and, as you say, Earth, Wind & Fire, you were also touring with Duke Ellington. Um, you joined Buddha Records, didn't you, with well, Norman Connors?
2: I actually performed with Duke Ellington after I left Doug's organisation. Uh, and at that same time, I was recording... And producing vocals and uh, touring with Norman Connors, yeah, so that's chronology. so Duke, I performed with him like I think it was it, I know it, no, it was his last tour
5: mm-hmm.
2: and um I, and like I said, simultaneously, I was already performing and producing vocals of people like Michael Henderson, and yeah. Phyllis Hyman, Ada Ritha Do, Prince Philip Mitchell. Yeah. Artists like that on Norman Connors' albums. In fact, we finished uh, an album for Norman Connors that I produced the vocals on, and it should be—you should be hearing from from him soon. Oh, right. So expect new music from Norman Connors. Oh, lovely! I'll
0: hit him up because uh, I, inter- nice. I I interviewed him a couple of years ago. Nice man.
2: Yeah, yeah, good people. Mm. We're we're actually still reeling the from the passing of of our dear
0: friend oh, Michael Henderson. Michael Henderson, yeah. Yeah, I spoke to him as well. Bless him. Poor old lad. Um, how did you come to be with Gamble and Huff's Philadelphia International Records?
2: Kenny Gamble told me um, in our first meeting, when he asked me to come to the company building and talk about, you know, about joining the label, he said that his his neighbour had given him the Infinize album. Right. And he, and he said, he followed my career, and once he found out I was a solo, you know, that was after I left Doug's yeah. group and went with Norman Connor, He called me, you know, and we we talked all during a Muhammad Ali bout <laughs> boxing match right. taking to Atlantic City which just an hour or so from Philadelphia. And the plan was because, you know, everybody in the building. All the producers, all the writers, Dexter and McFadden mm-hmm. Whitehead, all of those had already gone to Atlantic City right. for the, you know, for the the match. Yeah. And Gamble said, "Well, we'll talk," and then he was going to get, you know, get on his way to Atlantic City. But we talked during the whole fight, so he never got <laughs> to go to that match. But it was then that we got our agreement to gather for me to to come with Philadelphia International Records. And I think, no, I'm certain that was the best decision, best career decision yeah.
0: I've ever made. Yeah, well, I think you had some happy years there, didn't you? Didn't you make four albums or five albums with um, uh, Philadelphia International and some some household yeah. songs and as well? Don't <laughs> Let It Go To Your Head, Was That All It Was? My Love Don't Come Easy?
2: <laughs> yep, I can tell you're British. <laughs> the Brits are just cram-packed with information. Mm-hmm. you're walking computers i
0: love that <laughs> <laughs> so what was it like at philadelphia international because the the feeling that i get was it was very much like a family uh, i was talking to i forget who it was it might have been caroline crawford and she was saying that dexter one cell used to just sit in a cafe opposite and just be creative and it was a bit of a hub and it's a really nice family feel about the place do you did you get that
2: Oh, that's true. She described it just like it was, because the, um, the cafe across the street was Loretta's. Right. It was a bar and grill, yeah. and Loretta cooked. She was an amazing cook. She was Gamble's godmother. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And all the entertainers, when we were recording or when we were at the building, you know, she would cook for us. We'd go across the street. And she was like our grandmother. And it was just, just a wonderful family situation. You described it perfectly.
0: Lovely. Um, so what was behind the decision to move to Motown Records?
2: Well, Gamble made me aware that he had planned to slow things down at the label. Before that, he formed another label where he put myself, um, the OJs, and a couple of other acts.
0: Was oh, that before
2: he yeah, yeah, yeah. Before he closed the doors to, to P.I.R. Mm-hmm. and he asked me if what you know what label would I be interested in going with? So I thought since Motown was a family run run label mm-hmm. that it would move transition for me to, to go with Motown. Right. And of course, I grew up on Motown. Yeah, absolutely. So it was a part of my upbringing. Mm-hmm. In fact. Our vice president, Philly International's vice president, negotiated my contract yeah. with Motown, and oh. I did several of the songs on, on my, my Motown album were Philly songs, like If You Don't Know yeah. Me By Now.
0: absolutely, yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, where the Temptations uh-huh. accompanied me, you know, and did the did the background for me. They invited me to do Standing on the Top. Oh, yes. Uh, that was, yeah, this out, al- it was a reunion album, because... The Temptations had left Motown mm-hmm. and then upon their returning to Motown, Rick James produced their reunion album. It had the old temps and it had the newer temps, yeah. so there were a number of them. And Rick invited me to do some... Well, they ended up sounding like computer sound. I, it was kind of like, you know, the theme to um, Star Trek.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, uh,
2: it, yeah it, it was like it was like uh-huh. that. Yeah. So not many people even knew that was a voice because it sounded more like a computer. Okay. But that's, you know, that's what I did on their album. And, you know, in, in return, they graciously agreed to do the background and some ad-libs with me on on my version of if you don't know me by now lovely it was then that i added the e right the e to corn and right after that closer than close went number one
0: wow now i'm gonna ask you the same question as we did before um how okay <laughs> and be careful how you answer because i've had uh, <clears throat> i've had this answered in the past um how was Motown? <laughs> Because uh, uh, I don't think it was quite as um, rosy as uh, you might have believed on your way there. Or am I putting words in your mouth?
2: Yeah, I, I love the folks that you know that I dealt with there. Um, well, I'll tell you why. Gordy I, I, and I, Renona yeah. Gordy, yeah. Renona inter- Gordy.
0: I interviewed Bonnie Pointer before she died, bless her. And uh, she was saying it was a real um, meat factory. You were sleeping there. You were always working. You were on demand. <laughs> and um, she said it was an absolute nightmare, <laughs> but uh, or different to what she'd been well, previously I, experienced. You know,
2: I I loved you know being in the studio mm-hmm. for endless hours. Uh, so I didn't that wasn't you know of any consequence for me. Right. Uh, but then the Pointer Sisters did did numerous albums. Mm. Well, Bunny did. So our experiences were weren't similar in right. in that aspect. But my issue was the promotions of uh-huh. my project because everybody was cooperative. And so it was the folks were lovely. The people were lovely. You know, Stevie hung me there. Um, like I said, Rick James, who was my buddy to the end. <laughs> yeah. We were an odd couple, but <laughs> I think I was his
0: conscience. All right, and
2: his limiter. like
0: <laughs> you must have had some work on.
2: <laughs> so the folks were were like I said, lovely, but it that was that was my only issue. So. Yeah, yeah. So we ended as friends.
0: Uh huh. Good, good. And you moved on to uh, well, you went to Omni Records in the Atlantic, didn't you?
2: Omni Records is the Philadelphia label. Uh huh. And for all those years, I had been part-time Philadelphian, and admired the work of, of Steve Bernstein and Alan Rubens, you know, who were the heads mm-hmm. of, of Omni. So it was a natural transition and it was on that, that the closer than close album yeah. that I got a number one single. Uh-huh. And
0: Lovely. So what was the thinking behind adding the E to your surname? Uh, it was on advice of two
2: numerologists. Oh, right. one was, um, one was an neurologist and astrologer. Yeah. And he was on the east coast, and the numerologist yeah. was on the west coast, right. and both of them suggested the same thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I, c- I can see that my a, my a, friend did exactly the same thing. Lovely. Who so did that. Uh, so I have I have a friend I was at school with. He he changed his name according to numerology to give him a better life path. Mm. Okay. Well, you see, the system works, right? Yeah, absolutely. The is absolutely. That. <laughs> I can attest to that. You've got um, a project on the go at the moment, aren't you, that's uh, very jazz-infused, with Adrian Young and Ali Shaheed Muhammad. Tell me about Jazz is Dead.
2: That was one of the most unique experiences of my entire career. <laughs> All right. I tell you, not since I did an album called Birth Cycle with M2Mate. Okay. That was back in the 70s. Had I had the kind of freedom during the recording process that I did with Adrian and Ali because I didn't know what to expect. I had heard some of their other projects like with Roy and yeah. Doug Kahn had done a project the year before I recorded with them and I had no prior notice as to what the music would be, what the songs would be. Right. I had, you know, I just went in, just open and receptive to something new. And, and that's exactly what, what I got. You know, it was, it was life changing, I, I dare say. And it was an experience I'll never forget. Lovely. Well, the One album. It's ca- totally unique and I've been in the
0: business. Wow. I'll say the album came out on May the 27th and it's uh, rather well received from what I can gather. I'm sure it's going to do well. Have you got any other projects on the go? Anything to, um, to tease us with?
2: Oh, geez. Well, like I said, um, Norman Connors' project is, is coming out soon mm. on the track. I did, I did, did do some singing, uh, but it was mostly vocal production. Uh-huh. And I'm looking forward to to going back in the studio with Adrian and Ali. But that's about all I can tell you about
0: so far. <laughs> Lovely. Well, when anything happens, then uh, let me know and I'll give it a push if I can. That'd be wonderful. I'll give you a ring. <laughs> Splendid, Jean. Thank you so much for spending me the time, uh, some time with me this evening. It's been an absolute pleasure catching up with you uh, since we met in Blackpool, and um, I wish you a lovely rest of the day.
2: Oh, thank you so much, and and we'll have to hook up when I next come to Great Britain. I'll be back in
0: in September. Oh, absolutely lovely. Where are you going in September? Is it a performance, um, or just a visit, just a sightseeing?
2: No, it's a performance. Myself, Shirley Jones. Oh, right, and a, a group. Yeah, and we're introducing Shirley's son, Cam, mm-hmm. Cameron, Valerie Jones, you know, her, she died, her deceased didn't she bless sister, her. who was yeah. Jones' girl. They, The two of them have a rap group, okay. and they're called the Jones Connection. Right. And they spell connection, K-E-N-E-K-S-H-U-N.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: And they have their full album ready at this point. But Shirley and I are presenting them on a lot of the concerts that we do together, and Shirley and I yeah. perform together all the time. So we're presenting the, the Jones Connection when we come when we come to UK this time in September.
0: Lovely. Well, that's not too far away. Right. Um, that's about all I've got time for tonight. So thank you very much again, and uh, I look forward to seeing you in September.
2: Such a pleasure. See you soon.
0: Taken from the sweet and wonderful LP, there's Gene Kahn, backed, ably assisted, shall I say, by the Jones Girls. And uh, don't forget, you can see Gene Kahn and Shirley Jones of the Jones Girls and Shack Attack if you're in time to get tickets for the uh, Yarmouth Soul Weekender. That's on the 23rd to the 26th of September. Now, I do know on-site accommodation is... uh, fully booked i know because i had to get a nearby hotel but there are still walk-on passes so uh, if you want to go i should get in quick because it's only oh what six weeks away and uh, they're selling up fast as you would expect more about that later another great song from gene con later got charles williams in just a moment right now though back to 1970 this is brothers unlimited got to get over Just can't help shuffling your feet to that song, can you? The Natural Four from 1971, and hanging on to a lie, and staying with the early 70s before that. Brothers Unlimited with um, an album-only song called uh, "Get to Get Over." Now then, Jan Jones is going to take us up to the top of the hour. A uh, big soul sound discovery back in the day. But first up, Bernadette Baskin, a very young Bernadette Baskin, while she was still lead singer with uh, Seattle outfit Epicenter. This is "Get Off the Phone."
5: you, yeah, yeah, oh, oh, oh. To let you know what I've been going through, hey baby, oh, 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 oh. i got a big old cauliflower ear, and I can hardly hear the business signal screaming in my head, head. telling a woman who wants to use the phone, lying's wrong, but I'm all alone,
4: got no gas, and I've got to hear your voice, cause I have no
5: choice. talk to you. yeah. let yeah, yeah. So you know what I've been going through. Hey, baby. I got a long distance bill that just won't quit. Oh, my bell just had a fit. Said the situations got control of me. Control of me. I say, operator, lady, won't you be sympathetic to my emergency? Break on through the conversation there have no choice. no choice the words we left unsaid are spinning in my head, so baby please, baby please, hey baby, yeah, baby, I really need to talk to you, yeah.
4: It, yeah, yeah. Yeah, me. I'm a woman with all the independence the world can give a job. A home, and I can choose any style I'm comfortable in. Then I go into my room in this independent home, knowing you're not there. I feel so all alone.
0: song just fill you up bill harris i'm a cold i'm a hot but with a difference because that was the b-side which has got an extra minute of magic wonderful i'm Eddie crampton this is two hours of 70s soul funk and disco and um got dolores hall in just a moment debbie taylor as well with a beautiful song from her on Arista from 1975 but first coffee with a song that was originally by Ruby Andrews, and it's a very nice version of it by Lolita Holloway, but this is the one everybody remembers. From 1980, it's Casanova. More often not that's the side that's going to get played if you're out but I tell you what the other side is just as good it's called I Don't Want to Leave You and I will play that for you next week if you've not already heard it get ready I'll play it for you and uh, you can be your own judge now then we're going to 1978 in just a moment with Pulse and a lovely album only song but right now this is Dolores Hall from 79 and Snapshot the New York City in 1978, there's Pulse and a song taken from the uh, very collectible eponymous LP. So yeah, it was until recently an album-only song until the good people at Street Soul Sounds put it out on a legitimate 45 way back in 2010. So the good news is, we can now all afford it. Fantastic. Now then, Jean Kahn has been my uh, celebrity guest and my lovely chat for this evening. I've got another great song from her coming up next, and then we've also got David Ruffin.
5: dear difference
3: between right and wrong i ain't gonna do nothing
5: to break up my happy home oh i don't get so excited when i don't do everything right cause people only act like children I've got mine, honey. You got yours too. Oh, just trust in me like I trust in you. As long as we've been together, that should be easy to do. Get yourself together. Oh, we might as well say goodbye. It's a love there <laughs> we can't see to, hey, if you
0: Fabulous Miss Jean Carn. of course. Tonight's studio guest, or studio guest, telephone guest. And um, that was from her Motown years, of course, ably assisted by the fabulous Temptations. There's a rendition of If You Don't Know Me By Now, right here on the 70s Soul Funk and Disco Show. And if you live in the UK and you're as lucky as I am, there's uh, a chance you might still be able to snaffle some tickets for uh, Jean Kahn's performance across in Great Yarmouth at the Vauxhall Holdy Park. That's happening over the weekend of the 23rd to the 26th of September, and she's performing, get this, alongside Shirley Jones of the Jones Guilds and also Shack Attack. Now, I will say there's no on-site accommodation available that's all sold out, but you can still get weekend walk-on passes. So if you think you can uh, can find some um, nearby accommodation or alternative arrangements, uh, you can still get in and still enjoy the show. And I tell you what, if you come, come and say hi because I'll be the one sat at the front, all starry eyed. Fantastic. Now, then I've got Tyrone Davis in just a moment, Margie Alexander as well, but right now, David Ruffin with um, a single that was only released as a single in France back in the day, and then it was backed by a different artist. Wow.
1: got to get it together. Don't you believe that I'm in love with you? Do I have to
0: an artist I don't know anywhere near enough about You know, Margie Alexander and a song from 77, What You Trying To Do To Me, and before that, David Ruffin and Questions, which was I thought, uh, an album-only song taken from my uh, In My Stride LP, back in 77 but it turns out it was actually released as a 12-inch single in France um, with different artists on the back yes, it was backed with Thelma Houston's Don't Leave Me This Way, how strange but yeah, two great sides two great sides Next up, I've got Millie Jackson with the original version of a song, well, a dance floor favourite, made more uh, famous by a band called A Spectrum. That's coming next, but right now, Tyrone Davis.
3: Me, baby, And I just realized without it, I can't go on. Cause for you, the other half, that makes my life complete. If I had
5: one more chance, we'd have a laugh so sweet. And leaving would be the last thing on my mind. If I could turn back the hand.
0: that predated the A-Spectrum version by a year, you know. I never knew. Every day is a school day, isn't it? Minnie Jackson and the original version of Don't Send Nobody Else right here. On the '70s soul, funk, and disco show. Now then, super excited because the next song up is uh, our new release of the week. It's a new old release. It was a well, it was a, quite an obscure record back in the '70s. Very collectible. It's a little bit hens teeth. You got no chance of getting one until the lovely Jan Vatiste at Epsilon Records came along and um, he's fully licensed this track and put it out. It's released this week. And uh, have a listen. This is the Black Smoke Band, and I'll keep searching. then the latest in a long line of great releases from a lovely label Epsilon Records and that one was the Black Smoke Band, and I'll keep searching. All fully licensed and raring to go. It has been made in limited press, though. There's, I think it's restricted to 500. So if you want your copy, you need to get in quick, and you can get yours from uh, EpsilonRecord.com. There's no S in there, just EpsilonRecord.com. Or find Yan Batiste on Facebook, or Epsilon Records on Facebook, and you'll be able to secure your copy. Good luck. Happy hunting. I've got Shirley Jones with the sisters in just a moment with a lovely song right now. Equally lovely song. We're going west coast with Tota Vega and I Need You Now. Didn't Philadelphia International Records do... Fantastic music. There's just one of the th- songs that you're uh, almost sure to hear Shirley Jones sing when she plays alongside tonight's uh, guest, Jean Kahn, and Shack Attack at the Vauxhall Holiday Park over the weekend of 23rd to the 26th of September. Yes, this very year. Uh, no on-site accommodation available anymore, but you can get walk-on passes for the weekend. So just find yourself a b nearby. They're even running a shuttle bus, so you can still go in and have a drink. Wonderful. You think of everything. Now then, I'm going to take us to the top of the hour. On the end of the show with uh, a big song from Dazzle that was a Richard Serling spin back in the day one of his discoveries one of his many discoveries right now though one of everybody's favourites I'm sure certainly mine very probably yours this is Timeless Legend whatever you're doing this week wherever you're going be good play nice and remember don't touch that dial there is so much more fantastic music coming straight after this